What's up, fam? It's Randy B. Thank you for joining Conversations with Randy B, where we chop it up about all things Black in a candid, fun, lively, intriguing, and raw way. Let's get started. All right, ladies. I'm so happy to talk with you again. Hey, hey. I'm glad I, I almost almost blocked both of you, you know, because Randy B doesn't have those type of conversations y'all had going on last time. <laughs> we are we are a high class podcast, but I decided oh. that I would give you guys another chance to behave. Oh, okay. Thank oh, you. you're so gracious. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. All the truth. All the truth. So listen, guys, I, I know we were talking about dating and Valentine's Day last time we spoke, and all of us have now seen the movie, the photograph. So I thought it would be a good, you know, connection to talking about dating. What do you guys think about the movie? I loved it. I did, too. It was long overdue. It was such a nice, it was nice to see a black love story where there was not a whole lot of crying and people arguing and a whole, it was just tender. And I, I yes. missed that. It and was, we it was, needed it. We needed it. We and did. not anything about any, you know, cheating. I mean, just, it was just nice. It was time. It was overdue. You know what? There's that, that meme that says that, I don't know exactly what it says, but the gist of it is that black women do not have to go through suffering in order to be loved. You know? Amen. It was like every movie we saw, it was like we had to like overcome some major stuff, go through some major stuff before we could get the right man. You know what I mean? Right time, the right man comes along, we down there, you know, halfway dead, you know, because bitter. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the black woman, oh Lord, she done finally got somebody. And it was so nice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. you know we gotta go up to the damn jailhouse to visit our man try to get him out of jail before and, we can get him you know we have to earn it we don't have to earn it and work for it but you know what I mean and I mean you know and it was nice where we could just somebody could just walk in a room find us a trip ask us out on a date like some regular normal or basic, come rescue us from a hurricane like, <laughs> Right. Come over and get me in the car like a normal Please. person and drive me to safety. Safety. Yeah. Right. That's it was just nice. There, you know, it was it was just it was drama free. And I love what that. it was. Drama <laughs> free. Yeah. It's like some said. of that my own life. Like it made me hopeful, man. Yes. It made me I think hopeful. it's like what we say, when it works, it works. You know, if it takes too much effort, it probably ain't right. <laughs> It probably is not right. And what you start out is how you end up. If you start out and the stuff is raggedy. like taking a lot of work and raggedy. <laughs> my favorite Stop. word, the raggedy. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite word too. Oh my God. Yeah. So it, I, I loved it. But you know, so I think, you know what else? I, aside from it being a love story, I love mm-hmm. that, it, that it talked about the difficult relationship sometimes between mother and daughter and how black people will die and take their secrets with them yes and exactly oh yes i'm I, and i am a living witness to people dying and you got to find out their secrets after they're gone so i could so relate to oh, I mean, so many it's, ways it's not 
it's not a black it's not a black funeral if somebody we didn't know about shows up. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I'm always like, now who, who is that? <laughs> a, woman, exactly. a child or something. Some something is going. It's it's a something. It, a brother. It could. It's something. always. But yeah. You know, and her mother hit her sickness. I just, you know, black folks just do that kind of stuff and then try to make amends. And then your your loved ones are just left to kind of figure it out. And I have been well, in that situation. It. So I got it. Yeah, I got and it. I would like, I'd rather hear Why from them. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Why do you think that we hide? I think because our past is so difficult to deal with. And I think a lot of times there's shame involved. Um, and I've I find it very yes. interesting. I was at a conference or something a couple weeks ago and we were on this conversation about why we're hiding and what doesn't need to be told in the family. And I'm like, y'all better start telling people because this little ancestry DNA and one, two, uh, <laughs> they bring it everything to life. <laughs> and so, yeah, you're getting caught. I mean, things are coming out now before people are dying and taking it with them. So we kind of need to start facing that. Well, and don't you think, though, that we have, we feel a pressure to be perfect? You know, like, I think we we judge each other so yes. harshly. I, I mean, this this jumps the subject, but like today, I posted a picture of um, Nisi Nash, and she took these pictures where she's basically almost naked. I love these pictures. Her they, were beautiful. they were beautiful, yeah. And I am surprised by the backlash she's getting from other black women. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would say most of the women are celebrating her and saying, go on. But black women saying, why does she, why do black women do these types of things just for attention? And why does she have to show herself like that? And why? And I was like, it seems like white women have the freedom to do whatever they want to do with their bodies. They could be naked. They could be clothed. They can wear pink hair, whatever. And White women are like, whatever, because they realize that white women are not monolithic. You can do whatever you want to do and you're still this person. But black people very much have like this one way of doing things and are very judgmental of other black people. So I think sometimes we're scared to show our true self. Well, we were raised that way. Judge each other so harshly. Right? Well, you know, you know, I tell you all the time, Randy, that my aunt told me that people are angry with you about the sins they wish they had committed. And that's one of my favorite lines you've told mm -hmm. me. I love, I love that. that. And it's the truth. It's it's the damn truth. So those bitches are mad because they don't have the courage or the bodies or the freedom to do that on their own. Either they have not given themselves the freedom or their relationship. There's not the freedom to do it. It is just, I, I hate to say, that's just plain old jealousy because those pictures were beautiful. And why do you care if another woman celebrates herself? Why do you I, care if another woman feels good enough to do I don't care, but I think that it is not, I think sometimes it's not just jealousy, but you know, when we were younger or our mothers were younger, they were raised that you, you know, you dressed a certain way. I mean, I saw a picture earlier this week of how black people dressed up just to travel on the train to go somewhere. And so yeah. I think that we were always dressed. You have to be better. You have to dress a certain way and you have to be respectful because you have to do things, you know, better than the others and so I don't know if that I think some of that has just something to do with what is ingrained in us that we just don't do I think I think the word freedom is really big I don't think that we ever felt free right to even love I mean jumping back to the photograph but just free to do things without abandon because of course our history 
And so when, when a black person dares be free, it actually startles and upsets other black people. And it's so funny because I got into this conversation on Facebook about this whole situation. And I was like, you know, I'm turning 50 in December, as you all are well aware. And I mean, because, you know, y'all, <laughs> and, you know, we're going to turn. I expect y'all to show up and show out. But anyway, I get the way more revealing I dress and I'm way more comfortable putting on a bikini and all of that. And it's not for compliments. I mean, compliments, right. it's, of course, it's always nice to get a compliment. Of course. But I, I feel so empowered by my body now. Like this body has had two children. You know, this body has, I mean, my mom. And you look good, girl. had breast cancer by the time I was. I was like, that's what I'm saying. I have, today, I was in the airport flying from L.A. And child, this restaurant had mini waffles and chicken bites. Mm. <laughs> and it did. And you, girl, you know with some maple syrup, honey, and you know I wanted it, but I got a salad. And so for all those times that you sacrificed, because before when I was younger, I could eat what I wanted and the body would look good. All the sacrifices, the times you work out. But but honestly, sometimes just being here, just being alive, and I don't care about the stretch marks or the dimples on my right. ass. Or, or I'm not as, as it, it feels good to be free and bold and I am sexy and sexual and sensual and I'm not embarrassed to be that at this age. Like, and it's funny because and it feels good when you're, it feels good. Yeah. And it's like, I, and I think it's great for women to celebrate themselves any way that makes them feel good. Some women feel way more beautiful yeah. when they're covered from head to toe, right. whatever it is. I right. want to see you celebrate my sister. Exactly. Feel and happy on. Feel free. Feel beautiful. And I feel better eating the chicken and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna turn down chicken and waffles. So I mean, but I'm just gonna learn to live with it and keep it moving. <laughs> okay. All right. If that makes you feel sister, like I'm like, get it on, honey. Hot sauce, maple syrup, get your chicken and waffle on. And don't get me wrong, you know I do it too a lot, more than I should. But but yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah, talking about freedom and it was interesting to me though. In the movie, the photograph, I feel like people don't feel the freedom to just love and make decisions that are seen as not smart, as not practical. Yeah, but you know what? When people don't want, when the guy said it in the movie, he said, I'm not trying to be, what was it? He said, I'm not trying to be practical or smart. I'm trying to be with you. That I mean, yes. with you will move mountains. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if someone really loves you. Yes, they'll move mountains. They will. I, 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 I think that you can tell when someone loves you. But I, I know plenty of men who have been madly in love with a woman and chose the practical decision. Now they regret it today. I oh, agree. absolutely. They, what they, they, they it, but they didn't move a mountain. They just did what you, they thought they needed to do. I don't know, or, one time easy, you, or the easiest decision. At the no, time. You, you told me. Randy, do you remember one time we had a conversation and you told me the first wife is who you think you should marry and the second ma- wife is who you want to marry? Oh, do Lord, you're going to have first wives and second wives calling, me, calling in. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, no. Okay, okay wait, no. so me being a first wife, I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. 
No, no, no. I, I, I will say this. I don't think it has to do with when it happens. I, I will say that I know a lot of people, male and female, that are married to the person that they thought was the right choice. Yeah. Right. Who, who, they could, choice. who they could build a nice life with. And not necessarily to, with the woman that they thought that, that they fell in love with the most. I love the most. Or and I, and I, I know women the same way. So I have done I, that. I have been that woman. Happens. But well, and then and then and that is the thing I think also about timing. Like who mm-hmm. you may choose at twenty five, you may say this is a person I could build a good life. Oh, with. Absolutely. And we could have we could raise kids well, and they're from they have the same moral character. And then there's some people you marry and you're like, I just want to be happy and throw abandon to the wind. And when that happens, and, and, and some people find all of that in one person, I'm, I, you know, so Lord have mercy, Lord, I'm going to get letters and shit, <laughs> You better my apologize right me. now. Apologize right. right now. My man loves me. We're a perfect couple. Oh, my God. Oh, can I just jump to that? That whole thing of appearances, when the women were saying, why do women post stuff like this just for compliments? And I'm like, I mm. find... The biggest people who want compliments are the women who are po- are posting how happily in love they are and what great mothers they are. Oh my God, look what me and little Jimmy did. Right. And those people are fishing for compliments just as hard. Absolutely. If are for compliments as a person who puts on a bathing suit, in in my opinion. Because let me say oh, this: you, I know. I agree. Amen. Amen. I'm. I'm you. Right. I agree with that. So those people who are going to, you know, hunt for compliments, do it. I, I tell you now, I know a for a fact that if I post a picture with me and the boys, mm-hmm. I get the most likes of anything, if anything, way more than I get with me in a bathing suit. So it doesn't mean that someone's just fishing for compliments because they happen to be half naked. They just may be butt wild like me. Who knows? <laughs> and those are the pictures that make you know the post (laughs) yeah so yeah i think think people are comfortable celebrating women in a uh, uh, when they are being matronly or being motherly absolutely it's comfortable it makes it, it makes them feel comfortable and not you know jumping out of their comfort zone exactly it's okay but then that what happens with that is then it comes to women when they're mothers and wives, they're not supposed to be sexy. And I told people, I said, that just sets up for, to, for a terrible situations to me of infidelity. Because why can't a woman be married and a good wife and cook dinner and clean up and go to work and still be a freak right. and be nasty and want sex because be that's sexual. what you were attra- that's what they were attracted to in the first place right so now all of a sudden i'm supposed to be not that person exactly and then they'll say oh well why would you you don't want your kids to see that i was like i why would absolutely you want your do i don't I, I, my i don't i don't put it this way i don't want my sons to think like details of my sex life but i don't have any problems with them knowing i'm a sexual being that's that's normal. Normal. Their dad. There's nothing wrong with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, how, yeah, how do you think you came about, right? And yeah. and hopefully when you choose a wife, you choose someone that you find is sexy because I don't want them to think that a mother and a wife is, you know, the only thing. 
yeah, and just matronly and doesn't want to have sex. I want them to have a full, complete mm-hmm. woman mm-hmm. who can who make them happy in- and how they're happy. Keeps your interest. Nothing bothers me. Well, not bother me, but I always notice when I'm at restaurants and there are these happy couples with rings on and they sit at the table and they have nothing to say to each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely. Gosh, yes. it, it, it just boggles my mind. And I'm like, why are y'all even going out? I guess maybe that's what you're supposed to do. But they have So they can post a picture on Valentine's Day talking about how happy they are and look right. at us. We and in love. No, see, say- now it sounded bitter. I'm not bitter, y'all. I'm very happy in my life. <laughs> and didn't say <laughs> five, you know, five things to each other over dinner. Yes, you went to a nice restaurant, but you did you enjoy it? Is it what's making you happy? But that's what I mean. I don't think that people, black people in particular, you know, again, I go to this thing about being Never happy. I don't think that we permission. think about joy. We don't, we don't get permission to do it. We don't get permission don't. to be we happy. Don't, we don't get that from our mothers, from our families. Right. We, we don't because there are a list of accomplishments that you must have before you can be happy. Right. Absolutely. And, and, people, would ra- and people would rather you be married or be uh, proper, not dress a certain way or be whatever's on their checklist than to be happy. Happy, right. or they it. just want you to be married because that's just what you're supposed to do, you know, or stay right. married because that's just what you do. That's their norm, and it has nothing to do with are you happy with that person that you just should be married and have some kids because that's just what you're supposed to do. And it's not that for everyone. And, and act it like is- you're not sexual, and act like you're not sexy, and and act like you're not interesting, and act like you don't want to travel anywhere or do things with your friends. Act or like you or just be happy. Just be happy. Not as important as the other people in your family. The women are right. taught to take care of themselves last, whether it's the children or the husband. And I know my my great grandmother Didi said to me one time, it was good advice and it was bad advice, but I was on the phone with her. And my ex was coming in the house and I was a little annoyed with him and he was getting on my last damn nerve. So I was comfortable being on the phone with her and ignoring her, ignoring him. And so she said, get off the phone with me. Sometimes you got to give a donation. And I was like, she was like, yeah, sometimes you got to give a donation. That's what women do. And she hung up the phone on me. It took me a lot of time to understand what she said. But I can tell you that there was some truth in that. But what I also learned there was because y'all know that I would never, y'all know I don't use, I didn't talk after 630 because Aaron would yes, come home from that work. was true. And I would never talk after 630, right? Um, yeah. Unless we had one, an emergency, which and happened actually, quite frequently. Could call, but we <laughs> yeah. just sit and talk on the phone because yeah. I just felt out of respect to him. You know, I would try to give him his attention, you know, his attention. But I do also at the same time, I've always had, you know, my always done my things oh absolutely do you think like there should be a full sacrifice go ahead do you do you think that growing up that you were taught that you were not first yes I did too yeah 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 it was you know you, you the family came first your husband you know that's just what I saw and you know what and and the thing is about that is I understand that we were taught that but, but I'm, I'm really honestly surprised when, particularly on Randy B on the Facebook page, where that's where we have all the big conversations and we'll have hundreds of comments. I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked when the men say things like that, but I'm shocked at the women, particularly older women mm-hmm. who haven't gotten yet that they can be free and that other women can be free and it's okay yeah. for other women to express themselves and have happiness. It actually yeah. makes me feel sad. Like I get yeah. that we were trained that way. Mm-hmm. 
And mm-hmm. but most women to me at a certain age, you kind of get like, you know, it's okay for me to to have happiness yeah. and to embrace it. And it, it scares me that when women are a certain age and they're still following all mm-hmm. the rules. And I'm like, mm-hmm. gosh, you're just gonna like life is gonna be over and you've lived for another person, another being, or what you thought was right. And how sad is that? I remember my grandmother telling me, you know, and this was a person who earlier, you know, when I was in my 20s, it was, you know, encouragement to, you know, get married, stay married, do this. Well, when she hit about 80 something, one of the things I said, oh, I do want to get married again. And she said, I don't know why. I would just go and live with a man. And mm-hmm. then when, he, when you ain't right, it ain't right. And you would not have you just pack your bags up and leave. <laughs> That's what I would do if I mm-hmm. was you. And I said, oh, that sounds great. What? I, mean, I was so shocked when she said it. It was a big shift, but it made sense. I was like, yeah. She's like, you're not changed. When you're ready to leave, you can just pack up your bags and go. You don't have to ask him to move out. You don't have to ask him for a divorce. You can just leave. Wow. My Aunt Lena was the same way. She, she when I first, like early on, you know, she was always like, you just make it work. And then later in life, she was always like, do what's going to make mm-hmm. you happiest. Um, because at that point, that's what I mean. You live life and you see the value of it and you see that, okay, I only have so many years left. I want to be happy. And let me just say this for the note. Cause like, again, please y'all don't be like emailing <laughs> me, texting me, which you complain. We are not, um, anti marriage or relationships. We're just talking about We're just pro happy, pro happy, whatever, whatever that looks, that like, looks you. like, you know, and just whatever that looks like for you. Right. And, 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 and so what, and, and, and so what, I saw in the photograph is almost the, a fear to be happy and a fear, um, you know, cause we have this generational trauma, right. You're that right. we pass down uh, year after year. And yeah, the, just the fear to let go and allow ourselves to love. And, you know, I had, you know, the great uh, conversation with Shirley um, about just the fear we put into all of our love situations, including raising children. I think that we block ourselves sometimes from living and being happy just because of fear. You're oh. absolutely right. You're absolutely you know who, do you know who the who I think was the most fearless character in that whole movie? It was who? Courtney Vance's uh, character oh, because yes. because he met he said when I met her she was three months pregnant and I couldn't look away, and he said. Mm. Mm. It was, mm. was like I knew she was caught up on somebody else, but I just loved her. Mm. And mm. 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 that's some, some hellifiedness right there, honey. That's some love. That's some love, that honey, some baby. Love. That's love. That's that's some. I love you despite yes. all of it. You can love somebody else, but I love you, and I don't care. I can't look away from you. And and I think that he was the absolute freest person in the entire movie because right. he allowed himself to love. Wasn't it wonderful? And wasn't it wonderful that it was a man, a black yes. man, that showed that? That that was one of, to me, the triumphs of the movie that we had. We got to see black men be so loving. Mm-hmm. Every single black kid, black oh, male in, in the and movie I was loved, amazing. Brother-in-law, the brother-in-law was amazing. Oh God, he was great. He was. You know, he good father, good husband. husband. Yeah, he, he. Oh, the brother-in-law and the relationship between the two, between the two yes. brothers. I love yeah. that. And we don't get to see that. And I and I and I liked 
that our brothers, our black men, because you know that we've been dragging black men to go see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, we so, have. <laughs> it's a bunch of black men seeing it. You yeah. gonna learn I, today. I, you gonna learn today. You know, it is good for them. I think more and more for them to see that it is okay to be emotional and to be loving and to be mm -hmm. open with even each other and how it will change the relationship they have with their mates if the more open that they are and not afraid to love because you know black men in particular they, they have to be, be so, so hard strong yeah. and so hard right and it's like and we actually damages everybody we actually get closer to them when they open up and oh, show gosh. their vulnerability so and they close. knew the secret <laughs> mm-hmm Yes, you know? if they knew, the, well, some of them know the secret. That's why they're in that movie with the women watching it because they know. Like, yeah, I'm gonna show how vulnerable I am. <laughs> so this is gonna work well. Well, I guess I think it was Steve Harvey that said, you "If you want to really get the freak out of a woman, you know, tell her you love her and, and make her comfortable. You you never know who she's gonna turn out to be, but that's what you do." <laughs> Okay, we listen. Let me tell you what we're not going to do on this show. We are not quoting Steve Harvey. Okay, okay. We, listen, we are not quoting Steve Harvey, nor his love advice at the three minutes. Girl, bye. Uh -uh. I'm so sorry, Steve Harvey, but come on now. Well, at that time, I know a lot of y'all believed him. I know a lot of y'all believed his wait 90 days stuff. He practice. He's practice. He had a little practice. He learned something. He learned a little something. He learned something. It took him three okay. times. You know, come on now. Give the brother a break. You actually, we need to be talking to Marjorie. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm oh, talking Jesus. about. Okay, I'm waiting for her book. Yeah, that's we might. Need to, wait, I might need to put my feet under her table and see what she knows. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she needs <laughs> a phone. <laughs> no, I, I I might need to. I might need to. So, what else? What else did you think was an overriding theme of love when it came to that movie? What else did you that that stuck out to you? I just liked how when he knew it was just no game with him, like he just went for it, you know, and, you know, went to go see her in, in the hurricane and, you know, took her home. It was just immediate. Like he just seemed to be there was some fear there, but he also seemed to be just very open. And just well, let me ask you this as a person, you know, I've never really dated. I told you guys in my life, I don't know. I've been like a serial, you know, monogamer and, I don't know what is why do you think people play games is that fear too yes okay I think both people typically come to the table with some fears we come to the table with our past and our scars and so depending upon you know our scars you know kind of and will drive how we act in the next relationship or the one after that so it's a lot of things I mean everyone comes to the table with some shit um, well, let me ask you this question. Do you think that black people in particular, it's harder for us to find love because we walk around, we're more wounded? Yes. Wow. Okay. I do. Are I, we more wounded? Oh, God, you're going to hate me when I say this. Uh-oh. You, you, mm -hmm. you know my theory is that, that women, we are such nurturers and caregivers, and we, mm -hmm. we have each other to heal ourselves. I find that mm -hmm. men are very wounded. I, I, oh, I, I agree. Please, 
Please don't beat me up about it, but I do. I just think you're gonna get letters too. They're gonna find you. And that Let me get your address. So they Oki won't send them to me. Said that. No. Not him. Oki said that. Yeah. Randy didn't say it. Oh, yeah. Oki said that. Tammy's just the one that hates children. Just remember that. <laughs> just I hate children. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I will say this. I think all of us, I, I, I well, I'll say this. Generally, I think black people have more wounds. I think we're wounded. Yeah. I think that we carry the scars of our past yeah um i but the difference is i do think women nurture other women so we go and we will cry on each other's shoulders and talk each other to death i mean if i were to like put a pie chart of my life i know that one third of it i swear has been spent with other women talking about our issues and yeah. nurturing each other yeah. and comforting each Absolutely. other and laughing and drinking 17,000 bottles and moving through it and addressing it and moving, moving through, through it, it. Really yes. through it. and that's what we do but I think the men sometimes stay there I don't know if that's just yeah. how I'm feeling right now at this moment but I am tired of of comforting being yes. the psychiatrist psychologist along with it and I, I don't know why men can't men don't seem to be able to put that baggage down in the because same they way don't talk to each other they don't they don't get, have any place to put it right where, where do they put it like they can't they don't have anyone to talk to which is something that we are going to talk about on our next episode for sure and I'm also going to get a man to join us because I would like to talk about men talking and the baggage that they carry um, but thank you guys for talking to me about this tonight, the photograph, the fears, and the pain that we carry. And we will talk next week. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds Look good. forward to talking to you guys. Thanks, Randy. Look All right. Bye. Bye. What's up, fam? Thanks for joining Conversations with Randy B, where we sit and just talk about issues involving and concerning Black people in a raw, honest, real, heartfelt way. Let's get started.